Welcome to the Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys. This is a podcast from CBS News, and I am your host. Every week, we discuss issues including gender and income inequality. During the COVID-19 pandemic, the Biden administration says more than 9.5 million recommended cancer screenings were missed, partly because hospitals were overwhelmed. A new study for the nonprofit Community Oncology Alliance finds that health and screening disparities got worse during this period. Researchers found that mammograms, for example, plunged, particularly for women of color. COA President Dr. Kashyap Patel, an oncologist in South Carolina, joins me to explain why. That conversation after this short break. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. It's very interesting. Uh, prior to this uh, COVID-19 pandemic, we were not so much cognizant of the massive gap in the access to care that included access to screening, access to drugs, access to clinical trials. But with the significant difference in mortality and susceptibility to the COVID-19, multiple experts started studying the impact of disparities and then how it actually it influences uh, you know, who you are, what you are, where do you live, how much income do you derive. And, and cancer screening was one of the stark but hardest reality that we faced because COVID-19 led to shutting down of every aspect of the healthcare access and mammography screening was one of that. And we've started seeing many, many patients with very advanced cancer and simply because they couldn't get their mammogram on time. And it's it's devastating impact. And particularly this, this selectively impacts the minority population simply because, you know, they are resource constrained and uh, the awareness about doing the appropriate uh, U.S. priority service task force recommended screening is less. Multiple reasons, literacy level, education level, income level, and all of that contribute to kind of wide gap between the uh, screening rates in the uh, more, you know, Northern European ancestry versus the minority population living in underserved areas. And there is already a disparity, right, between and, and many health issues and everything from Alzheimer's because, you know, people of color are often not able to get the same level of treatment or they don't know how to access the level of treatment. But this cancer, I I read that there's a 15 year difference in life expectancy between racial, social and economic groups. Can you break that down for me? The disparities causes so many problems from increased susceptibility to death. So the American Association of Cancer Research did a detailed study in 2020, and the report was so damning. They concluded that 34%, which means one in three 
cancer that is preventable if we did not have disparities. And if 34% does not sound a large number, in absolute numbers, approximately, I would say 225,000 Americans are dying every year. That's possibly preventable if we knew how to address disparities. And the same report also concluded that between 2003 and 2006, our health system spent about $230 billion more because we did not know how to take care of disparities in the direct medical cost. And when you look at the indirect cost, which is, you know, number of days lost to work, number of other issues, there was a total economic toll of about trillion dollars in three years in, in between 2003 and six. So disparities in cancer alone is a huge issue beginning from the population health, economics, access to care. And let me expand a little bit on disparities and how it happens. So when you look into access to cancer screening, of course, you know, the the rural areas do not have access to cancer screening like the way suburban or urban areas have. Right. Uh, so my state, which is South Carolina, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, all of these states have uh, kind of diverse, the, the, the lack of uh, resources for getting screens done, which is a first step in preventing mortality. And then comes access to specific testing, access to care, financial toxicities, And if you want to summarize social determinants of health, which includes food insecurity, access to travel, access to healthcare is one of the major contributor for reduced life expectancy in minority population. So let me ask you a question because I know some of the screening levels are coming back, but what are some of the things that can be done to fix that gap between communities of color and everyone else? So thank you. That's a very interesting question, Alison. And, and we at the Community Oncology Alliance have started a massive campaign called Time to Screen. We are reaching out to the minority population, particularly in rural areas, because, again, southern states like that of ours, uh, you know, the South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, as well as some of the states like up northeast, Iowa, Idaho, North Dakota, all of these states that has a very high rural population, uh, does not have screening. And we are trying to encourage and educate patients about importance to screen. So we have a program called Time to Screen. I think Patty Labelle, she's a spokesperson for us. Okay. And we are, yeah, she she actually, if, if you look into Time to Screen COA campaign, she actually is is literally encouraging every possible person through her kind of videos to make sure that we 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 guide patients as to where can they go how can they go? We are also creating a glossary of resources as to how can an uninsured patient get screened when they need to be screened. And you also have a program called No One Left Alone. Tell me a bit about that. No One Left Alone is a pilot we started after we understood the impact of disparities across the country. And I'm a believer in action. So my association, which is Community Oncology Alliance, we formed a committee within the group and I started I said that I don't think DC will fix this because there are too many partisan issues that takes place in DC when you want to solve this societal issue. So in our congressional district five in York County, South Carolina, I reached out to community workers. We worked with uh, different uh, agencies and we started a program where no cancer patient, whether insured, uninsured or underinsured, 
should ever go without treatment. And as a part of this, we also started tracking our performance. So in the first year in 2021, we were able to raise the free drugs worth about $1.7 million for my patient population. Additionally, we raised cash help, which is, you know, from multiple foundations, uh, worth about close to half a million dollars. We employed three full-time employees whose only function is to scout through multiple foundations from morning till evening to make sure that any patient who has a financial distress does not have to lose their sleep over that. And we also made a rule that anybody who climbs our stairs in our clinic will never be turned away. And once we did that, we tracked the performance, we published a paper, and we want to create footprints across the country by sharing the best practices. So if you could speak generally to people of color, and because I know this is far beyond breast cancer. It's all types of cancers, right? Where there where yes, dis- disparities Absolutely. exist. So what would you say to people? So suggest, please, what they should do. So first of all, you know, Go to your primary care doctor. If you don't have a primary care doctor, go to nearby FQHC, federally qualified health centers or free clinics. Ask them what screening you are kind of uh, appropriately indicated for. Request them if they can help. If there is lack of resources, virtually every county has some sort of help to cover the health. And God forbid, if you do get diagnosed with cancer, I'm sure my colleagues across the country are always open to support patients. I think it's always good to explore and and, and look look uh, for some search and find out who's willing to take you, whether you are insured or not. But cancer now is a chronic disease. I'm, I'm really honored to say that we've come a long way. And if you have a cancer, it doesn't mean that you're going to die right away. I think there are ways you could be treated. There are institutions will take care of you. But please, please, please go and explore nearby area that you could get screened. Talk to your doctor, follow their advice. And if you do get diagnosed with cancer, make sure that you appropriately go to the local institutions and find support there. Because the deal is if you are screened and they catch it early enough, then there's much more of a chance of it being cured. Oh, absolutely. So just look at uh, lung cancer, for example. The lung cancer screening rate across the country, across all the kind of uh, ethnicities, is appalling at 13 to 15%. If we catch lung cancer at stage one, there is close to about 80% chance that you live forever. If you wait until it becomes stage four when you get symptoms, you probably barely live between 15 to 18 months. Plus, it costs close to half a million to a million dollars to the health system, depending on what kind of Cancer it is, how long do you live with that? So catching cancer early, for example, lung cancer, will cost health system close to $25,000. Waiting until it becomes stage four will cost one's life and cost health system close to half a million to a million dollars. So it's always a prevention is better than the cure, like what they say. So uh, getting screened earlier, but talk to your doctors and find out what are the recommendations for Specific ethnicity. Now, the preventive services task force has come out with recommendations. For example, black patients should be screened earlier compared to Caucasian because the, they get a colon cancer that is more aggressive at a younger age. So there are specific guidelines for each ethnicity, and I would recommend following them. 
That's Community Oncology Alliance President Dr. Kashyap Patel. Thanks so much for joining us. Also, thanks to Ashley Armstrong for her production assistance. Like what you hear? Come back for more and listen up. There will be new episodes of Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys every Friday. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast, and leave a rating or review. Thanks for listening. I'm Allison Keys, CBS News. Always on the go? Well, now you can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on CBS Mornings On The Go. It's a podcast. You can listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery Plus.